I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 426 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, November 15th, 2020. I am Chris. Joining me, as per usual this week, no special guest, sadly, but we do have the usual crew. First, one Mr. Anthony Bachman. What's up, fuckers? Indeed, indeed. And then, last but not least, the man, the myth, the legend... One Willie, oh, no, sorry, this is Willie D. Nelson, not Willie Nelson. Uh, I take offense to that. I am a special guest because my guidance counselors always told me I was special. Yeah. Yeah. They meant that in a different way. How those windows taste. Uh, no, 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 no. See, on the bus, I didn't look at the windows. I looked at the metal part because it had a little tang to it. <laughs> Willie Tang Nelson. Now let's go with Willie Tangy Nelson. No, just Tang. <laughs> Willie da Tang Nelson. Willie Tangy Tank Nelson. There we go. Oh no, no, you didn't have to put taint in there. Willie Tangy Tank Nelson. There we go. That's oh, better. No, that's gross. Even better. That's gross. Why did you do that to me, Willie? Willie Why? likes the tang of your taint. No, 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 just my own team. Well, and this was episode 426 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you all next week. (laughs) And show's done. All right. So uh, what are we doing now? Hey, Bachman, you playing any games? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) little football that's some Dead by Daylight, maybe. Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. Um, You're welcome. We're done. I don't even know how to transition off this. How are things going, guys? Let's just ask know. that arbitrary read the, question. Read, read the chat room. Well, Bachman, do you know what today is? Apparently, it's Chris's birthday. God damn it. Who, who <laughs> cheated this? It's the anniversary Jasmine. of the expulsion from the womb. Who cheated this? I was going to make it a surprise because Bachman didn't know shit. Well, Draftsman said it in the chat room already. So, Draftsman, thank you. Damn it, Draftsman. Maybe if you read the chat room of your own podcast, you know what's going on. I can't see it. It's so tiny on the screen. You know, screen. you could go to Twitch and just pop the chat room out. Yeah, but to do that, I would have to open up a web browser. And the problem with that is I keep getting those little pop-up ads in the bottom of my screen. I don't know how to get porn rid of porn Because you got you got to quit watching porn. I don't use this computer for porn. I use my PlayStation. <laughs> so then use your PlayStation my for the fucking chat room. So, you know, you can also use your phone for the chat room also. Yeah, my, my battery is also at 11% right now. <laughs> Too much porn? And I could go, no, I just fell asleep reading something. I guess it stayed Porn. on. I don't know what the fuck. I had plenty of power. When I, went to, I guess I could go over there and get the cord. I'm, but, not, uh, I'm not super concerned nope. about it, to be honest. No it's just up. more fun to bust your balls. Yep. Yeah, I don't use this computer for porn. Who uses, who uses this computer for porn anymore? You got your phone at your fingertips. What the fuck's wrong with you people? I use my computer because I don't want my phone at my fingertips when I'm watching porn. I'm thinking about you sitting in your own stew right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate my life. I hate it so much. <laughs> Enjoy the stew, Chris. Enjoy the stew. You're the one sitting in it, not me. <laughs> That's right. Next week, you can come back and listen to some Willie's Tangy Tanks recipes. Come back. Was that a pun? Special stew. Was that a pun? 
<laughs> uh, can confirm. No, it was not a pun because I don't like that kind of stuff. It is the weirdest form of comedy, I'll be honest. No, no, and that that say like using that. No, like, guitar comedy is weird. the lowest form it's of comedy. Weird. It's just mad. You could do better. I guess lower it. I guess it works. <laughs> not quite fit it exactly, but yeah. And when when Willie thinks it's a little too lowbrow, maybe it's way too lowbrow. So in, a, in an effort to desperately pivot away from the stew comments, I'll ask, "How's this week been going, guys?" <laughs> <laughs> Better than last week. Uh, it's been a another. Oh, it's been kind of a bad week. I'm sorry, Willie. Why has it been a bad week? Uh, uh, well, what I've been getting into is uh, burying my mother's dog. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Mm. Here's some so sad news. I wasn't even going to say this week, but Chris pressed the issue. You Happy just, fucking birthday, you Chris. You could just begged off, and I would not have pressed. <laughs> Happy birthday, dead dog. Now I'm sad. Yeah, I mean, it, was good, it was a good dog. Whiskey was a good dog. Just bury it in the backyard with a shovel like a good adult? Uh, Not my mom's backyard, but my aunt's backyard. There you go. That bullshit taking it to a vet paying $600 for them to just bury it in someone's backyard. Uh, it was very weird because it was seemed fine b- before. Like, just the week of. Like, it seemed like it was normal. Nothing wrong. And also, next thing I know, it's, um, I'm saying I'm sick. And next thing I know, passed away. I was like, what? That stuff can happen really fast. Yeah, sometimes it's fast. I mean, that's better than watching them fucking, like, wither for years when you know they're in pain and you can't really do anything about it. Makes me sad when you see, like, old dogs limping around. You're like, you know that dog's in fucking pain. (laughs) Yeah, and I especially didn't want to you know, say this as a follow-up to special stew tangy taints. So thank you, Chris, for that. This is not my fault. You could have easily not mentioned that. You asked, you asked about my week. I'm going to be honest about it, Chris. Well, now that Billy's it's all my some fault. tangy taints and some dead animals. I blame Chris on this. You with me on that, Bachman? You blame me for everything. What's your point? Yeah. Thank you, Bachman. Well, he is the producer, so he produced this mess. <laughs> This is our birthday present to you, Chris. Tangy taints and dead animals. Gee, thanks for Happy that one. birthday. Oh, I could just send him a picture of the tangy taint. All no. right. Oh, my phone. <laughs> you already know about anything for Willie this it's, week. Uh, you know, it's, uh, angle right. <laughs> wait, 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 I need to spread it just. Per- oh, that, that's actually not bad. Oh, dear God. Sorry, I never <laughs> shaved the taint area, Chris. Sorry, I don't know why your camera wasn't working on this scene. I fixed it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that camera went off. Thank God it did. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how why my camera went off. No, I don't honestly know. I switched to the scene and it wasn't there. But uh, yeah, oh. since since this is awkward and I have no idea how to transition out. Oh wow! Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Welcome to the news of the week. It's that part of the show where we run down what is in our minds some of the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news and share it with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date. But before we get to that, we do have a question from the chat room from the draftsman. Why do you keep Willie around? I'm making an earnest question here. (laughs) And your answer? Because no one else wants to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Because Willie does Willie best. <laughs> no, I'm going to stick Be- with my answer. <laughs> because Naki left us, that's why. <laughs> yeah, so we're blaming Naki. I'm all right with this. <laughs> yeah, we can go with blaming Naki. That works. Don't the you wheel- look for that? Don't you even look for a button, Chris? I see. Lily is totally Naki's fault. No, Chris, don't, don't, 
Stop. Look. Do look it. at the camera. Look at the camera. Don't look over there. Don't look. <laughs> God damn it, Chris. Your finger's already on that. I see it. Go ahead and do it, Chris. No, I'm not going to do it. It's no fun that way. It's no I fun know. that way at all. No fun. For those audio listeners, Chris was eyeballing those buttons over there. He wants to finger the fuck out of those buttons. Willie, I, I think saw you're it. just stupid. There you it see? is. You see? Thanks, Naki. Thank you, Naki. You. We're glad you could chime in with that. <laughs> it made us happy. Just let Willie know what's up. the hell out of that button, I see. Yikes. Shut your face hole. <laughs> there you go. We're rated in for mature, right? Mm-hmm. I'm on the thing. show, duh. Because <laughs> I think I just took it to another level there. Yes. <laughs> Abakwin has never been family friendly. I'm sorry. That is just natural, really. I usually don't go that far, but I mean, that's I usually do for you know some jokes and you know, hey, person. Willie do what Willie do, right? <laughs> there you go. Sadly, yes. Uh, Talking so, it all the way around the world. I mean, I got boxer briefs on. We hope. <laughs> no, I do. I mean, Clean I guess, ones, that's debatable, but they're there. I guess it's not cool enough yet that you really need pants on at this time of year. Because, I don't know, for you, it's for me, it's 62 degrees outside now instead of being cold. So, you can get away with no Chris, pants. you see this? You yeah. see this? He's wearing what do you mean it's too cold? For, for those of on course, audio, Willie just... was showing off his arm and chest hair, which is in abundance. <laughs> yes, it is. And he's but a grizzly yeah, bear. Yeah, so I don't wow. really, I can do it at any point in time. It might be a little chilly, but I'm all right. It started getting cold here this week. Last night, like it was dropping between raining and snowing and got down to like the high 30s. So winter's coming. Winter's coming, fools. I'm still, I'm still in my mid 30s because I'm only 35. <sighs> Congratulations. Mr. 36. Ooh, like it really matters. What What is left of monumental birthdays after like 21? No, Next no, no. Year, no they're leaning to the Smith right. Year. And then five years after that is your Douglas Adams year, like my, I'm having right now. I am the answer to life, the universe, and everything. I'm 42. Mm. Shit, we're fucked then if you're the answer. I know. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. Yeah, no one is such a next, terrible Next year. year will be your Kevin Smith year. 36, wait, 37. Tried to suck any dicks on the way to the parking lot. That's just the best out of context to drop when someone's throwing numbers out and you can look around mm-hmm. and be like, 37, and you'll see all the people that know the references They just start yep. to smile. At the same time? More of a, uh, yeah. Dante oh, no, all at once? Of a yeah. Kevin Smith year. Yeah, but I mean, he wrote it. And he wrote it for himself to say, and then he didn't yeah. end up saying the lines. It's true. Yeah. The dress in the chat room. In a row? In a row. <laughs> row, row, row your dicks gently down your throat. All right, so I'm going to take my new story before this gets this? even worse. Uh, for those that Good may luck. not have been aware, this was launch week for both PS4, PS5 and Xbox Series devices. And for some Bullshit. reason, Nintendo dropped in uh, a Game & Watch handheld device this week that everyone forgot about. Oh, and I think the Atari VCS was also supposed to come out this week. But since no one gives serious? a shit, I didn't see any posts about it. Yeah. Seriously? Going to talk? All right. No, I, I've been ripping on the Atari VCS for weeks now. It's kind of my shtick. Ever since I did an episode of Geekly Speaking where we talked about the Atari VCS and made fun of it. Yeah, I mean, why would I'm you not? not sure you that whole announcement of a system isn't so. just a troll. Well, I mean, it was supposed to come out on Thursday, the same day as the PS5. I heard nothing about it in the press. Really, what was that luck for? Was that about PS5 or VCS? I'm confused. I was making fun of the VCS. Like, ooh, it's going to oh, be competing yeah. with PS5. Yes. Which one sold out? And my favorite thing was still, as of launch day, it still said they would tell us closer to launch day what the titles were you could play on it, besides the original Atari <laughs> games. Nice, and they never updated it? And they never updated it. So I'm thinking the Atari VCS uh-huh. didn't come out, so I'm not going to dunk on it anymore because it's not really necessary. Uh, I ended up getting an Xbox. We talked about it on here. We'll probably I'll probably give some impressions about it when we get to what I'm into. But I do was- have a question. 
One yes. question. How's Miles Morales on it? Is it run pretty? I'm playing Lego Spider-Man. I'm playing Lego Marvel superheroes to play Spider-Man right now. And it looks great. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know I'm trying to get a little knock at you. Yeah, but how's uh, Miles Morales for you, Willie? You enjoying that? On oh, your well, I actually have the option to. Oh, yes, you do have the option too on the PS4. So I'm going to yeah. back off on this. Yeah. So, yeah, you, I can see you win. Say, You're he right, owns Chris. a Spider Man right. PS4. Yeah. <laughs> you were right, Chris. I admit it. You're right. Thank you. I'm going to take that clip and keep it forever so that I can put it in the soundboard. I've admitted that multiple times, Chris. This ain't no fucking special day. It's true. But let's go back to launch week. Uh, Xbox kicked things off on Tuesday with the uh, pre orders and stuff arriving, and I guess limited in-store numbers at like GameStop and a few other locations. So people were able to go to GameStop on launch day and pick up devices. And they did put out a blog post that kind of highlighted some of their highlights that came up as part of the launch. And uh, a couple of the things that Microsoft brought up, and the last point is the one I think is most interesting when we get to it. Uh, They said more new consoles sold than in any prior generation with Xbox Series S, adding the highest percentage of new players for any Xbox console at launch. More games played, 3,594 in total, spanning four generations, setting a record for the most games ever played during an Xbox console launch. And then here is the most interesting thing that they dropped, which I figured they would put at the top of it, and it was that 70% of Series X and S consoles are attached to a new or existing Xbox Game Pass member. Oh, sorry, you say 70%? 70% of the new consoles are attached to a Game Pass member. Oh, I thought you did, I thought you said to a new Game Pass member. New or existing. Wait, it's all way I'm thinking gold. Yeah, so you're thinking gold. So Game Pass yeah, is so the okay, service okay, that okay. you can get for 10 bucks or 15 months a month, depending on the tier you're in, that's basically access to a back catalog of a bunch of games that now includes all of the EA Play titles and things like that in it. So we'd kind of had this conversation on this show and on other shows, too. The Game Pass was that defining feature that Xbox and Microsoft are really trying to push. And if 70% of the new consoles are associated with Game Pass, be it as a new subscriber or existing subscriber, I think it goes to show that their Game Pass model is working fairly well. 70% console attach rate to Game Pass right now. Well, even if it's not, Microsoft has the money to keep it rolling, even if it's not doing them well until it does. Well, I think this is starting to show that it is doing well. I mean, remember when this first oh, came I out, agree with you. there was a lot of conversation of, is this sustainable for Microsoft? How are they going to do this? And before they even start putting out a bunch of those uh, titles from the 21 studios they bought out exclusive to Game Pass, you've already got a 70% attach rate. That's pretty cool to me. I mean, technically the PlayStation uh, Instant Game Collection thing for the PS5 includes one of the, from one of the studios. You get a uh, Fallout 4. That's true. And what they did also say for that collection of PS4 games that you can play on PS5 is if you log into a PS5, you basically will have access to that, and it is accessible on a PS4. So in theory, if you knew someone with a PS5 and logged into your PlayStation account on their PS5, you would then have access to those games on your PS4. I was thinking about it, but I was like, nah, I'll just wait, because there's only one game on there that I would like to play, but uh, that's days gone, because I was interested in it, but never got it. The value proposition there is for someone who may not have bought a bunch of those games already or is new to the PlayStation because then they have, what, 12 games was it in that bundle? Then on day one... I think it was 14? Okay, I'm not sure. 12, 14. You've got a boatload of good games that you can play on launch day without necessarily having to go and buy a launch title if you didn't want to. True, true. Which I thought was interesting. Uh, 
PlayStation. Then again, you should be buying a launch title because Miles is awesome. Yes, but I'm not sure that it is seventy dollars awesome for not as much of a game. I mean, guess you get the original. Well, it's no, no, no. It's not seventy. It's only seventy dollars if you get like the bundle with uh with it and the uh, remastered original Spider-Man game. That's only seventy dollar one. Other than that, it's what fifty. I think. I think it's fifty. Yeah, fifty or forty. I can't remember. Yeah, so it's not so it's not a full price. For four, I'm uh, considering again. it. I'm going to wait until it gets a little cheaper because I've got too much other stuff to play. Is my personal standpoint right now. But uh, yeah. stepping back to the Series X uh, devices, I ended up getting one, and some of the stuff that Microsoft talked about was their smart delivery tool, meaning that when you try and launch a game, if there is a Series X optimized version, it will download that and upgrade you for free. It works, but it's a pain in the ass just because you have to download a ton of data again. So, like I've been playing Watch Dogs Legion which is the third in the series, that had a Series X optimized version. So as soon as I started it up on my Xbox, it gave me a pop-up and said, hey, there's a Series X optimized version of this. Do you want to get it? And I said, sure. And then I had to download 38 38 gigabytes of data. What? Well, it basically uninstalled the old version of the game and downloaded a new Series X optimized version on there. But th- All right, that, as long that's as the catch. That, that makes sense. That's the catch with smart delivery is you can't play while it's downloading that. So I did that for like Borderlands 3, Gears of War 5, and um, Rainfart Watchdogs all in the first day. So like I went back and looked at my router for the bandwidth consumed or the data consumed. And on launch day, between my wife and I setting up our Xboxes and downloading optimized games, we burned through 325 gigs of data that day. <laughs> Oops. Oh well, they that's can. A lot of data. That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people have done that. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people in the same position right now. But that was pretty cool. Once you got the optimized version of the game in there, it certainly looked different. We saw the first instances of ray tracing. I've gotten to see on a console. So, for instance, like if it's raining in London and Watch Dogs, you can see reflections in the puddles and stuff now. It's really cool. And like the light from the headlights will nice. bounce off the puddles. There's buildings that have like mirrored surfaces, so like you can go and uh, walk in front of that building and see like your reflection, how it distorts as it hits the different windows and stuff on there. So it's pretty cool. There's some really cool looking stuff they've done with it. And I will say from an Xbox perspective, I can't speak to the PS5 because I don't own one. I've really also enjoyed the quick resume feature, which is you can have about five or six games that it basically stores a static uh, save point on your hard drive. So that if I'm playing Watch Dogs, I'm like, oh, I'm tired of this. Let me go play Borderlands 3, for instance. I can hit launch Borderlands 3 and the game loads to where I last left it in like 10 to 15 seconds. So you don't have to wait for all the launch screens and stuff like that. Now, not every game works with quick resume is something I found out. So for instance, Watch Dogs Legacy doesn't work with quick resume. So if I decide I'm done playing Watch Dogs, I'm going to go play Jedi Fallen Order. I can swap over to Fallen Order. It'll show you the quick resume load screen. It takes 10, 15 seconds and I'm good to go. It just picks up right where I left off. But if I want to go back and play Watch Dogs again... It takes me back to the very beginning of the game because it doesn't support quick resume. So not all games support it, but I found that most games seem to support it, including old Xbox and Xbox 360 games. Which do is you know if that's on the developer or if that's on Xbox? It's on the like developers to support. Yeah. Is my understanding to support it? Yep. Yeah. It's a new feature. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it'd be like like a huge selling point, but definitely like just that little little tiny bits of convenience like that can so, make a huge difference. So here's where it's interesting to me is i don't have to watch all of the uh so even on these new consoles games will load quickly because of the solid state hard drives and stuff in there but that doesn't get you past all the launch and loading screens where you see like the six different studios that developed it the title splash screens and things like that once you've loaded a game as long as it is within your last six games roughly microsoft hasn't said how many you get 
It's just a matter of how much storage they've set aside. And when that storage runs out, the game that it was used the least gets dropped off the quick resume list. So as long hmm. as you keep playing the same three or four games, they'll always be there. Yeah, I probably won't ever use that feature because I just like having nothing running in the background. Well, it's, it's not running in the background. I, I, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, it, so it's not like it's keeping it in a playable state in the background. What they do is, since it's a quick, solid-state hard drive, they basically just, for like a better term, take an image of the game at that point in time and put it in storage. And then when you relaunch the game, if it's still in quick resume, it just goes to that image and loads that so you're well it's kind of like a a a save state like a like an emulator or something i'm guessing yeah similar and at least for the xbox it's not something you can turn off and on there's always there's already space set aside with the os to support that that's why i think there's only like 820 gigs of the one terabyte of storage available to you when you start up the xbox series x well, I, mean, I don't know because PlayStation has the same thing. I'm sure you can. Uh, I'm sure you can uh, like close it out fully, right? Like even if you close well. the game out fully, it's still going to keep that quick resume oh, in there until okay. you have mm. launched enough other games that it forces it out. It's always keeping the last. I'm arbitrarily saying six, but it it really differs depending on the type of game you're playing. Like if you play a bunch of non-series X or S optimized games, you can probably put more in quick resume. Then ones that are optimized for it, they'll take up a bit more space in there. But they do have, for lack of a better term, a cache set aside that allows you to automatically reload these things quickly. Cash money? Cool. I wish. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other cool stuff I've run into on it. I mean, everything's fast. Everything, which is nice, those pain points of waiting for the store to load or waiting for a game to load, they tend to go away. My wife was playing The Witcher 3, and quick travel is so fast that the game puts you in map before it finishes rendering all the assets, which is kind of cool. So, you so actually, it doesn't you, actually load it. <laughs> yeah, it does. you got to wait like another second or two, and then all the assets load as they're supposed to around you. Well, I mean, so it doesn't actually fully load it. Then It's just kind of puts you there without fully loading well, the area. Well, you're there, but everything's not fully loaded. So theoretically, yeah, you can start moving yeah. and doing things. But it's faster than the, uh, than the game supports, which is kind of interesting. And that's before they've done any optimizations of The Witcher 3 for the current line of xbox devices and i think cd project red said they were going to be doing enhancements of witcher 3 for series s and x and I oh would presume uh, actually for PS5. i just saw that got delayed well that would there's kidding, no date I'm put kidding. on it well side note it's rumored that uh cyberpunk is supposed to be delayed again but that hasn't been officially I, confirmed yet doesn't bother me at all yeah it doesn't bother me either so yeah, release a fully rendered game yeah that works overall i've been pretty happy with the new xbox I had to kind of redo my entertainment center a little bit just because I wanted to make sure there was good airflow for it. One of the things I have noticed is, and I'm sure it's going to be the same with the PS5, it's friggin' quiet as hell when you're playing a game. Like, things where I would hear my Xbox One X, you could hear the fans kick in and things like that, where heavy graphic renderings, stuff like that, I don't hear the Series X device. It's just quiet. And well, if you go and put your head, hand over the vents over top of it, it's warm, but it's not like it's painful hot or anything like that. So it's doing a really good job of taking care of the heat associated with hmm. it. Go ahead, Willie. Well, for me, at- for the PS4, is, um, it's mostly when I'm in menus. That's where it um, really fan kicks on, and I don't know why. Well, I, I, I heard a reason why. Because that's when it's running like, you know, um, 60 frames a second in the menu. And it's just, that's why the fan just kicks in like, Okay, it's weird. Same with like, game. Same with like the cutscenes in Spider Man. That's when I always notice the fan really kick in hard. Yeah, when it's rendering all the the cloth textures and stuff mm-hmm. during the cutscenes. The PS4 Pro sounds like a jet engine when it's under stress. I mean, let's be honest here. 
which it is what it is. I'm not making a sh- taking a shot or anything like that. It's just really loud. And supposedly that's one of the things that both Microsoft and Sony address with these next-gen consoles is they're much quieter. Early reviews of the PS5 say that it's barely audible when it's under load, which is really well, good. I usually have these things on, so I can kind of hear it, but it's not mm-hmm. like I... Like I can, I guess I noticed. Like I noticed it. That's about it. I'm like, oh, I can hear it. And oh if, well, if I, you, I got these on. Yeah, if you want to see some cool stuff about both those consoles, there's a few different folks on YouTube that have taken apart both the Xbox Series X and the PS5, so that you can see how both companies address their plans to mitigate heat to try and keep the consoles quieter and stuff like that. And it's really intriguing to me. I think it was Spawnwave I was watching who took about their PS5. And the heat sink's like this friggin' big. It's ginormous. Todd McFarlane? Yeah. No, no, no. There's a YouTuber <laughs> by the name of Spawnwave. Oh. But okay. it's a very interesting approach for keeping it cool, and it seems to work. So I think on whole, both launches for PS5 and the new Xboxes seem to have gone well. There's been some reported issues that have popped up. Now, how many of them are actually valid is to be determined. <laughs> there was one where people were trying to say there was an Xbox that was smoking and catching on fire when we found out it was someone put a vape in the bottom of it and was blowing vape smoke through the bottom of the Xbox. Because the way the Xbox Which did works, look cool. it did look cool. The Xbox pulls <laughs> the air from the bottom and then blows out the top with the fan structure they have on there. Um, there was another issue, I think, that was reported that some PS5s going into rest mode were bricking for some reason, but I don't know that that's been 100% confirmed. That's Yikes. just a few people have been mentioning that. But you're going to find weird little hiccups at launch where there's potentially yeah. problems. That's why I never. I say you should never buy version 1 of any tech. I think the interesting thing that I think Sony will need to address sooner than later is uh, getting that expansion drive internally working because uh, the M2 SATA drive you can self-install to expand the storage. However, it's not supported at launch. And the other slight issue you might have if you're buying a PS5 now and want to play a lot of PS5-optimized games is those can only be installed on the internal hard drive, and you can't move them off to an external hard drive for storage. If, for instance, you're like, oh my god, I want to play this game now, you have to remove it. Whereas a slight difference in how Xbox has got it set up now is you can only play Series X and S games on the internal hard drive but you can move them off onto your external hard drive and put them in cold storage, for lack of a better term. Mm. With mm, yeah, You would like think that. that a terabyte is a lot of space inside one of these machines. It's really not. Once you take aside what's yeah. set aside for the system OS and things like that, then you're down to 800 gigs, I think it is, roughly on PS5 and the Xbox Series X, and then like 360 on the Series S. And I think the new Call of Duty, which has been problematic on all of them, the optimized versions, is like 200 gigs if you want everything. Yeah, why I was gonna say, yeah, terrible with that. Well, yeah, they, some of those new been. COD games are huge. I know that's what I mean. Why are they always terrible with that? I have no idea. Oh, and it's typical Activision bullshit. Did you see what you're doing? Yeah, what yeah. they're doing now? If you want the upgraded version of the game, you have to pay the extra ten dollars to get the upgraded version if you want to go forward update. That doesn't surprise me at all with yeah, Activision. It's ridiculous. Yep. I, I, I am very glad now about, that uh, storage. Okay. I do have something to mention. Yes, I finally ran out of storage in my four terabyte external hard drive. Oh shit! <laughs> for my PS4. Yeah. So I actually had to delete a couple of games, and I'm sure I'm having a lot of space now because the games I was putting on there were like little small ones. So I got rid of like two or three big ones. Mm-hmm. That I was like, yeah, I'm never gonna play this. Never wanted to play this. I just got it on there. So there you go. That's yeah. Fair. Four terabytes finally taken. Uh, fine. Finally. Now I still have over 200 games I can access at any moment on my PS4. Yeah, I think I have <laughs> five of terabytes games. of storage hooked into the back of my Xbox right now because I had a four terabyte drive and a one terabyte drive plugged in. 
Yeah, well, and the system itself has a one terabyte right. in it. And, and then there's the one terabyte on it. Because I ended up just buying a one terabyte hard drive originally, and I was like, oh, this ain't going to do crap until I got one on sale. And then went, oh, well, I'll just use this as also storage. So I've just got both hard drives plugged into the back right now. It works pretty well. You can do the same for PS5, as my understanding, and play old PS4 games mm-hmm. through the hard drive, but it will not allow you to store PS5 games at all on there. Supposedly, that is something that they're taking feedback on and would be looking at for an early patch or an early update. The other thing they're going to do an early update on that some people were mad about, but I think it's overblown, is that uh, if you're playing on a monitor that's a 1440p display, the PS5 doesn't support 1440p. And people were cranky about that. And I don't care, but I guess there's some people that are the, the professional gamers that like to play on the 1440p displays mm. with like one millisecond lag. That's, I guess, the dream way to play, and PS5 doesn't support that natively. Well, you see, you see, those people that are complaining about that, they know how tangy a taint really is. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. I think it's an overblown complaint. I think it's something that they should look into for an early update. It is weird, though. If- if there's only one resolution type that it's not supported, like it supports everything well, I mean, else, but 1440p that, that one is not really a, a, when you go outside of when, okay, these are TV based consoles for the most part. There's no That's TVs true. that yeah. do 1440p. So it's really not high up on the list of priorities, but there's yeah, a lot of they're people not designed like, to be hooked up to computer yeah. monitors. Yeah, but these these monitors, they're like the one millisecond lag time. A lot of them are 1440p because that's an affordable price point. So that's where the heartburn comes. I think it's overblown a little bit, but it is what it is. O- overall, I think it comes down to this. I think the launch went well for both devices. I think it's still a pain in the ass to find these devices, and I think it's going <laughs> to be in the short term. Now, they were saying that Walmart was going to have some on Black Friday, both Xbox and PS5, and uh, GameStop was going to have limited numbers in store on Black Friday as well. So, um, I do want to add into that a little last part the um, about the uh, external hard drives. From what I've heard with the PS5, if you already have one for your PS4, it is pretty much plug and play. Like you can unplug it and just plug it in, and it. It just automatically works, no yes. formatting or anything. That's my understanding. Which, as that's well. why I've heard. So that's that's awesome. And I can confirm that's how it worked on the Xbox. Like before I even powered on the Series X, I plugged both the hard drives into the back of it. And as soon as it loaded up, it went boop, here's both those hard drives. We're pair- we're pairing it, not pairing it, uh, connecting it to your system, and then it showed up automatically as the additional five terabytes of storage. And all of those nice. games nice. showed up in the game catalog and you could launch them whenever you want it. So smooth. It worked really well in that regard. Just like a silka. Just like what? I was doing a Mr. Boombastic. I can't sing no more because then you'll yell at me. I would never (laughs) yell at you, Willie. I would never. Especially not on your birthday. No, never, never. So before we move off my news, (laughs) did you guys have any questions about anything I've mentioned or anything on the Xbox I can at least speak to? I can't speak PS5 yet or anytime soon. Um, can Can you give me a PS5? I can't even find a PS5, Willie. <laughs> see, see, see. This is see. If you give me a PS5, I can review it for the channel. So it's think of like think of like it being content for us. I, I'm already so trying to get Steven PS5 to get me a PS5 for us. with that same logic. How'd that work for you? It hasn't worked. I'm still trying. <laughs> what a terrible president. Let's. I know. Why is he not buying us all PS5s? Right? Like, come on, be the Canadians. be the president we want, God. Steven. Jesus. Impeachment, uh, Bell yeah. Buddy. What, one last thing I've noticed on both <laughs> these consoles is not 100% of the apps work on day one on the new consoles. Like, for instance, the EA Play app doesn't mm. work on the Series X or S, which oh, is annoying no. because EA Play is part of Game Pass now. 
So that would be an easy way to find those specific games. And I think one of the things I had seen is that the PS4 version of the YouTube TV app doesn't work on PS5, and the PS5 version is not going to be out until early 2021, they were saying. So if you're someone who has cut the cord Mm -hmm. and is using YouTube TV as your primary streaming option, then PS5 won't support that. You'll want to keep your PS4 or some other device connected temporarily. Um, Is that like the live TV thing? Yeah, yeah, it's their cable replacement. Just get Hulu live. God damn it. I don't think the Hulu app supported either. There was a few different questions as to what apps were actually supported and not between the two devices. One thing that is really cool Mm -hmm. that they did, though, is uh, PS4, you've already had remote play, so you could play PS4 games on your phone and whatnot. They did add a remote play app to the PS4 that allows you to remote play games on your PS5. So in theory... Other way, other way, other way. No, it's not the other way. You You can remote play PS5 games to your PS4. Right, didn't I not say that? That's what he just said. I thought he said remote play... Mm-hmm. On your PS5, I thought you said that. You can that. play on your PS4, I said. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, my yeah. bad. I so, thought you so, said I just So the way, in let's let's use mm-hmm. Willie as an example here. When he gets his PS5, in theory, he could put his PS4 in his bedroom so that he could use that to watch YouTube, things like that. And if Willie's not feeling well or his leg's hurting someday, he could just be like, I want to play Miles Morales, and that's on my PS5. Well, he could fire Here's... up his PS4 and start playing remote play across his local area network to his PS5. In the other room. There's one problem with that. What's that? I don't keep a TV in my bedroom. Oh, for okay. one reason, because I don't want to wake up and it's like, oh, let me turn this on and then laze about the whole day because that <laughs> is what okay. would fucking That's happen. Fair. So in theory, if <laughs> Willie had a TV in his bedroom, he could do that. Uh, oh, yeah, I thought about that. Trust me. I did think I was like, oh, that's, that's too no. much trouble right there. The actual problem with that is I'm not buying a PS5 anytime soon. They put that stupid icon app as the first app in my PS4. <laughs> And I can't fucking delete it. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not that much of a problem. I never really have to. I don't want I shit in my rural it. games that I can't get rid of, that I can't remove. That shit pisses me off. You should be able to take anything on and off of that console that you want. I got a fucking PS4 Pro. I do not need a little stupid icon that says PS5. All right. I will agree with you, but I'm also not as upset as you are about it at all. Like, it's a minor, like, I, I don't even, even notice it anymore. It's like, no, okay. it just annoyed me when I had options a, on it, and you the are right to delete is not one of them. Well, I can delete, maybe not to every delete other it. Thing can't in delete that it. Menu. It's baked into the OS. Yeah, maybe not delete it, but to remove it from the, uh, the little yeah. crossbar and menu thing. I understand. You remove it. You just have to play enough games to where it fucking shifts it to the right oh. way. Oh, so it, I thought you said it stays in the first part. Oh, oh so yeah, so it's you're not playing nothing. Yeah, so you're, that's all. Yeah, that's all right, Bob, get out of here with that. It's annoying. That'll be gone in be like to, a week. I should be able to instantly just delete that icon off of my screen and not see it. But that's the way that queue works. It always brings up like the most recent stuff. So it'll be gone yeah. eventually and probably. And it was, it was the I most never, recent because I never most there. recently got a fucking PS5. No, but so. it was most recently <laughs> added to the PS5. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, I agree or with four. you. You should be able to move it out. Yes. But I mean, I am nowhere at all angry at it or anything. It's like, it's whatever. Uh, it just bugs me. All right, Bachman. Get rid of Go, go give your balls a tug. Figure it out. <laughs> All right. So All I think right. that wraps up my conversation in regards to the... Uh, tug your tank. To the Series X. Oh, oh dear oh. Lord. Nobody wants that. A little tug tainer? No. Oh, what's wrong with you, man? You don't know how to live. Hard no. Hard no. <laughs> All right, Chris. I'm sorry for derailing you with some of uh, that, but no, I think ba- I think no, Bachman not. deserved it. You're not. No, 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 no. I see. I see the look on Chris's you know face. How you, I do apologize. You know how you for can that. make it up to me, Willie. 
why don't you tell us what you've got to share with us this week? Oh, what I have this week? Well, don't mind if I do. So we have a couple <laughs> bits of news stories. Uh, one of them being um, something that might have made life a bit more entertaining and fanboys complain less. Because uh, let's go back in time to 1999. Uh, there was a certain movie coming out that people were very hyped about. Uh, do you guys want to tell me what movie that was? 1999. Yes. I don't know. I was three years into my tour in the Navy, so I wasn't up on what the was happening Matrix? in theaters. Epi- uh, episode one. That was 99, uh, right? Yeah, that was rep- that was 99. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that was, uh, make sure my memory was good. Yeah. So and uh, and then what was the best character that they introduced in that? In episode Darth one. Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul. Darth Maul is right. So apparently the original... The $100 million man, as long as you cover his face. Fair enough. Every uh, movie with Ray Park where you can't tell it's Ray Park has broke $100 million. <laughs> and they could have continued that trend, although I guess they didn't really need to because they still made that money no matter what. Uh, the uh, the sequel trilogy, is that what we're calling it? The, yeah, the Disney trilogy is also called the sequel okay, trilogy yeah. right now. Yeah, okay, uh, that is sounding right. Yeah, so originally it was supposed to have Darth Maul in them, which... I think, you know, you put Darth Maul on something, people like it. Because you know, as much as people say they hate episode one, they love Darth Maul. Because Darth Maul was the re- was the point to watch it, right? I mean, the whole duel of the fates and all that. I mean, that's fucking badass, right? Yeah, it was a badass fight between him and Liam Neeson's. <laughs> oh, all of the Liam Neeson's? All of the Liam Neeson's. They fought the Ray Parks. It's just the way you said it made it sound like it was uh, plural. <laughs> Liam uh-huh. Neeson's. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think that would have been kind of cool. As much as I, you know, I'm only kind of into Star Wars, I'm not nowhere near a fanboy or a, you know, a, you know, a big time fan. I see the stories. I take out some stories are pretty good. Some stories are kind of bad, but hey, I enjoy stories nonetheless. And one thing and to I think keep I in mind is George Lucas's idea for this was before Star Wars Rebels wrapped and, you know, killed Darth Maul. Yeah. Where we got oh, the final confrontation killed between Obi Wan. Darth Maul was yeah. killed for good in Star Wars. Rebels. I didn't know that. I knew yeah. he was in the cartoons. I didn't know he was killed. Did he also yeah. have a brother in there too? That was in Clone yep. Wars, but he died in Clone Wars. Savage. But the brother or Darth Maul? So I thought Savage died in Clone Wars. I don't know. I didn't yeah. watch any. And then Darth Maul died yeah. in Rebels. Yep. Obi Wan killed him for good. Yep. He tracks down Obi Wan on Tatooine, and they have their final showdown, like a like a samurai movie. It's pretty cool. That does sound pretty cool. Because you know who's YouTube. pretty cool? Darth Maul's pretty damn cool. Darth Maul Hell is yeah. pretty cool. Was did Ray Park voice his character in the shows? Or no. did they get somebody else? They uh-uh. used Sam Whitmer. Oh, okay, I was curious. Yeah, Whitmer, who's done Sam, the voice yeah. of Darth He's Maul. He's been the voice of Darth Maul since Clone Wars, I think it was. And then they did use in this last season, they brought back Clone Wars to do its final season. They did put Ray Park in the mocap suit to do all the fight scenes as Darth Maul, though. Yeah. So Which Maul moved cool. like Ray Park. So again. Maul moved like him, yeah. Yeah, he was never the voice of Darth Maul because someone else I think did the voice in Episode One as well. I don't think it was Ray Park's voice. Did he ever say anything? Like three he lines. Has, yeah, he has a few lines. They're very short, but it's just like him reporting to the Emperor, like they escaped, Master. And I'm guessing it wasn't him in a solo because didn't he talk there? Or was it just the image? No, I think I mean that was Ray Park's body. I think and they it used was his him voice this makeup. time. But yeah, that might have been his voice in that I think one. They I'm used not positive. His voice for but he did talk. It wasn't just him yes. being an image. Okay. Yeah, he did talk at the very. Yeah, end. he did have lines at the end of that. Yeah, I want more of that. Like can, Solo was a fun movie. What's 
I mean, people so need to get there's get rumors the right now about Solo. The fact that the buzz kind of turned positive after the fact, after butthurt fanboys got over themselves, that they yeah. might be bringing back Solo in some way, shape, or form. Maybe not as movies, but potentially as a Disney Plus series. Now, the real question is whether Disney would bring Ray Park back in on that because he had some snafus on social media where they've kind of cut ties temporarily. Wait, what? Uh oh. You guys didn't see that stuff? It was probably six months mm-hmm. ago or so, but he was. There were pictures posted on his social media of him receiving uh, oral attention, supposedly mm-hmm. from his wife and blah, 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 when they're in the middle of a bitter fight and stuff like that. And it was pulled down, but Disney kind of backed off uh, because there were rumors uh-oh. of a Darth Maul Disney Plus series, and those rumors kind of <laughs> died right after that. Uh oh. Yeah. That's not family friendly. No, <laughs> I mean, I mean, are we in Europe? Because it might not be that big of a deal. Well, it was the text that went along with it. It was all pretty mean and vindictive and revenge porny towards the wife or something like that, if I remember right. Uh, I don't remember okay. the full story on it. They came out and said that they had nothing, said they had nothing to do with it, that it was a hack or something like that, and that the pictures may or may not. I can't remember if they said they were him or not. But regardless, Disney probably looked at that and went, we're going to step away from a little bit. Because we just don't want that press on us right now. Yeah, no shit Disney's going to say that. Let's uh, exhibit A, James Gunn. Well, they brought him back later, so that doesn't mean it's going to be permanent. Yeah, that's true. my point still stands. They're fine waiting for the news to blow over and then doing what they wanted to do anyways. I mean, if they're going to do Disney Plus stuff, that that's their moneymaker right now. So if they think they can make money off a of Darth Maul series, that's what they're going to do. Because they can't when, put movies out right now. When are they going to realize they're Disney? They can just do it ahead of time and not worry about the fucking press. Because guess what? They're Disney. But you'll get the press while you're filming it. And Draftsman in the chat room. Get to see more Ray Park's lightsaber than you all wanted to see. That was the problem. <laughs> I mean, Disney. I mean, as much as I'm glad you don't do it, you could just say, yeah, we don't care. Here's our dick on the table. We don't care. Tough to say Deal right now. Deal with it. It's tough for them to say right now when they are not making near as much money because theme parks are closed. They can't release movies. Uh-huh. Really, all of their new content is well, ESPN, I mean, like ABC, mm-hmm. and Disney Plus. Like with the whole James Gunn thing, they could have said, "We're gonna, we're gonna be Disney double dicking here. You're gonna take it no matter what. It's over. We're gonna do it. He's here. Who cares?" Yeah, but they the CEO then has to explain that to the shareholders, and they don't want to have to explain shit like that. They rather say, "Oh no, it's a problem. We already took care of it." And they would say, and "Oh, exhibit according A, James, to IMDb, are dicks." On Solo, Ray Park is Maul, and Sam Whitner was the voice of Sol- uh, Maul in Solo. So Whitmer did the voice even in that movie. Yep. Everywhere I go, he follows. Mm-hmm. And ADR is my voice. <laughs> it's been fun watching uh, Sam Whitmer on uh, Twitter tweeting to some of the folks in The Mandalorian right now, specifically one Katie Sackhoff right now, asking oh, where that. his Darksaber is. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> <my> his. <laughs> Can it be mine, too, since it's everybody's? No. Did you ever wield the Darksaber? You never ruled Mandalore. I don't know how to answer that without going way too far. Then please yeah. don't. Nope. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't going to. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the only but way I can go with it. In that. the Clone Wars cartoon, uh, Darth Maul did have the Darksaber for a while. So, in theory, could have ruled Mandalore, although there was a rebellion against him, if I'm recalling correctly. Wait, it's wait, been a while. Whoever has the Darksaber rules Mandalore? Is that the rule? Effectively. Kind of, yeah. It's really? like it's it's like um, it's Excalibur. Yeah, it's like holding the crown of a kingdom. Whoever had the dark saber was the leader of the Mandalorians. Oh my god, it really is a cult. God damn. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bear in mind though <laughs> that uh, there's different aspects of the Mandalorian culture expressed differently, which we did learn about this week in the Mandalorian. 
It's true. We found out that Mando's an occult. <laughs> Mando's well, a Scientologist. He's, he, he's like a he's like an extremely orthodox Jew. Well, so he's got the curly Q hair. He's got the little fringes on the belt. He's got the black hat. He does the whole thing. Some other people just occasionally like a bagel. We we did find out that <laughs> Death Watch now is just the Watch, and that yeah. is what he is a part of. And Death Watch is again ties back into Clone Wars and Rebels, which which I'm happy they around. do. Even though I don't know anything about it, I'm happy and they do Pre-Vizla. it. Previsla. So that that was actually one of my favorite little memes I saw after uh, after this last episode of Mandalorian. So spoiler alert was uh there's a lot of parents that might be watching this that have never seen like rebels or clone wars and stuff like that we get this name drop of ahsoka tano and all oh. that it was this meme of parents parents Spoilers. who's ahsoka tano <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry you say a soak something are we talking about wap again no 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 we're not are you i mean you, i'm sure you've heard of the term soaking right Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about anything like that right now. No. Well, that's what Jehovah's Witnesses do, just because God's watching them. Oh, I'm aware. I'm watching you. Hey, we're getting a spammer in the chat room. How delightful is that right now? Thanks, spammers. Is that really, uh, all right, so uh, pass it on, Torch. Chris, you say it better. Sorry, what? what? So that's my pass news. On hey, Torch. Bachman, oh. what's your news? <laughs> so, Bachman, what do you got for us? <laughs> I just... I just I, yeah, you didn't really, really didn't. You don't know how to transition, Willie. Thank I know, God but we Chris, got Chris didn't do it, so I said I'll do it then, and I did it. Then Chris <laughs> said, "Oh, I guess I'll do it now." I'm like, oh, I just after the fact, like, all right, fine. I guess I'm just not really here. I guess I'll just. That's right. Just fade away. Fade away. Uh, we got an article from a movie web uh, by Ryan Scott. It has been announced that the Gorillas animated movie is happening at Netflix. Uh, Damon Albarn, the leader of the Gorillas, has confirmed that a Gorillas animated movie is in the works and teases an abstract story. Shocking! It's the Gorillas. It's going to be an abstract story. Uh, but apparently, Gorillas the movie is on its way. Alternative band Gorillas are finally set to produce an animated movie. It looks like the project is heading to Netflix. News revealed by Damon Albarn, who heads up the band. Specific details largely remain elusive at the moment. The musician did tease that the movie will be abstract. They recently released the Song Machine Season 1 Strange Times. As the new album says, a new, it's supposed to be a new series from the band. And then during a recent interview, he revealed the plan to make a Gorillaz animated movie while making Song Machine Season 2. So while working on another album, they're going to also do an animated show, which, I don't know, it just, for the Gorillaz, like, it just makes sense. Like, if anything, I'm surprised at this point that they haven't already done an animated movie with those characters. Yeah, I was going to say, this should have been done ten, at least 10 years ago. Yeah, like, I mean, they've done so many albums at this point. The art style is, you know, perpetrated all through subculture. Like, they have a massive fan base. Like, their songs have appeared, like, everywhere. Like, commercials, freaking movies. Like, you know, gorillas are, like, you know, they're, they're hugely popular. Yeah, uh, if anything, I was just... I'm just surprised they haven't done it before, but it's definitely something cool to look forward to. And I know once it hits Netflix, I will be watching this because yeah, I like some gorillas. It better start off with wow. <laughs> better start off that. That's and your two, one thing. So uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be starring 2D Noodles, Murdoch, and Russell. Holy shit! How do I remember their fucking names? That is a. I don't. I, I don't know how <laughs> I remembered them, but 2D I know is the lead singer. Uh, Noodles is the little. Guitarist bass, I'm not sure which. Murdoch is the taller one that looks always ghastly, and Russell's the drummer. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah, Does see, the ghost that inhabits him in Clint Eastwood? Does that have a name? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember the other name, so you're way ahead of me on this one. I don't know how I pulled that. I didn't look it up or nothing. My phone's over here. <laughs> it's darkened. There's nothing to it. I don't know how I remember that. I am. So, 
brain. Why do you remember some of this stupid shit? But I can't remember calculus. God damn it. Nice. And uh, here's the quote from uh, Damon says, well, we are supposed to be making a film while we're doing season two of Song Machine. We signed contracts. We've begun strips and stuff. Making an animated film that's kind of abstract is quite a big risk for a movie studio because they're very expensive. If you're telling a slightly obtuse story that only sometimes makes any sense, it's quite difficult. That's what we've discovered. We will do it. We are doing it. I see a lot of people doing animated videos these days, but I don't think they really touch the quality of ours. So, I mean, yeah, it, it kind of makes sense. Like, if this band is going to move forward with some, doing something animated and it's going to be a film, like, they're going to be, like, highly interested in how the end result looks. Because the look of this band's animated avatars, as it were, you know, is really, you know, the selling point of the gorillas. Like, it's very cool. Well, I mean, they yeah. use them during concerts, right? Yeah. And, I mean, like, it's it's something you have to think. That, like, they're not going to just, like, hand off the idea to a company and say, oh, go make us an animated movie. Like, you would think, like, these guys are going to be in there, in the production meetings, making sure shit looks the way they want it to look. I don't know, like, this this could be, like, you know, I mean, the update to heavy metal that we never knew we wanted. A uh, gorilla's animated film. Like, correct it me if I'm wrong cool. here. Like, they, they did concerts like that where they played behind a screen that was showing the images, right? I think Am so. I wrong on that? Okay. Just like, I'm um, sure like uh, I remember sometimes they did, uh, what was it, um, Deathlock, uh, yeah, Deathlock. No, no, what's the band? Uh, Metalocalypse. What's the name of that? Was it Deathlock? What's the know. name of the band? But yeah, I thought I thought they did that too a little bit when they did like some shows. They, it was just a you know Adult Swim show, which was amazing. Was it Deathlock? I have no. Oh, idea. I'm done. I'm out of this. I can't. Remember. <laughs> Surprise! Willie don't remember shit except for the fucking <laughs> names for of the, the four names members. of the band members of Gorillas. <laughs> the, the you know the, the made up names. Yeah, that's all I had. Just something nice to look forward to. We might have us an animated Gorillas movie coming soon, so it'll be cool to see. I I own one of their albums. Like they they do some good oh, stuff. Oh, I had their original album, the Gorillas self titled album. Camera which back one? Back in two thousand one. Wow. <laughs> all right, so Chris, I see a thumbs up. What, what's that mean? We got a lot of dead silence here. What's going on? I was just letting you do your thing. I can't contribute because I'm not really a Gorillas fan. Uh, mm. just, I mean, I'm always saying my band. I, mean, I had the first album that, but after that, I didn't really listen to more. I know they, a buddy of mine told me they had a song with Elton John that came out recently. I was kind of interested, in it, but I still have yet to see it because I keep forgetting about it. Mm. Interesting. I did go on Twitter and saw people complaining about the fact that Mandalorian women have boob armor. And I'm like, but it's contoured and shaped to their bodies. It's been that way since the cartoons. Why are you so mad? Yeah. What kind of, ar- what, what kind of armor would they want them to have? They're like, Mandalorian armor has boobs? Something about sexualization of women or something like that, I think, is the thing. This is probably women not a path we should go down. But surprise, I, I don't understand that if the armor is not fitted to your body, it's not effective. Is more what my thought was. I never looked yeah. on. I didn't look at Katie Sackhoff's armor as Bo Katana go oh, boobs. I went, damn, that looks like it's just notice, straight out of the cartoons. Didn't even notice there was boob armor. I'm using air quotes for you audio listeners. It yeah, was no. it was contoured on both the actresses' bodies to accommodate the fact that they have breasts. Didn't because, even notice. You know, if they didn't, that would probably be pretty uncomfortable or less effective armor. And this is coming from Willie. Well, I mean, in, like Phasma, like that was one of the things that people loved because she didn't have technically you know, what they call boob armor. But like, also that woman's like seven feet tall. It was just a giant stormtrooper suit. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she's just not shaped like most average women. But yeah, I never, I didn't see anything in this episode where it made me think, oh, boob armor. Like, it just, it, yeah, their armor actually fits them. 
And yeah. it does. It does. It the looks armor, exactly like the Clone Wars armor. Yeah. The armor fits the body like it was displayed in the Clone Wars cartoons and things like that. I didn't yeah, look at the, it and think it was a sexualization of either of the women who were under the armor. I was like, hey, that armor yeah, looks and, like it's straight out of the cartoons. This is awesome. Yeah, because, I mean, when I think boob armor, like, you know, bad 90s cartoons and yeah. comic books and stuff, like, there's always, like, Power Girls openings. <laughs> you know, there's um, cleavage. None Wonder of this Link. armor, like, yeah, there's no, there's nothing that's accentuating the boobs. It's literally just covering them so they can take laser blasts. All right, Gwendolyn Christie, who was Captain Phasma, yeah. is uh, six foot three. Yeah, she's a tall lady. Yeah, I, just wanted, her, I just wanted to look that up. Then wanted, you put her in the curious. heels and you put the chrome helmet on her. She's fucking seven feet tall. Like, Phasma's huge. I, I just wanted to look <laughs> up because I was curious when you mentioned it. Yeah. Like, how tall is she? That's all. That's all. I wouldn't like trying to, like, she's just a giant woman like it's one of the reasons that phasma looks like such a badass is because gwendolyn christie is actually a really tall woman yeah i mean that's what she was a uh, brienne of tarth in game of thrones like she's yeah. the biggest baddest bitch with the fucking sword like she's awesome but terrible in love <laughs> yeah <laughs> but she fought a bar she she <laughs> fell in love with a sister fucker <laughs> that's true not not the best not the best uh person to go after but I think that does wrap up our news portion of the show this week. So thanks everyone for tuning in for that. And before we wrap things up, we have one last segment, a little bit called what I'm into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date, just what kind of geeky and or nerdy things we've been getting into so that maybe just maybe you might want to go check them out yourself. Hey, Willie, why don't you kick things off for us? What you've been getting into? I'm getting into these Hershey kisses because they're goddamn delicious. Um, but other than that, uh, well, and, and sadly, burying a dog um, Friday. We're sorry to hear that, Willie. Um, also went to go shoot some guns because, I mean, I was surprised when my old roommate, um, was, uh, apparently he said he got into it and didn't seem, because he, he's an old roommate as of like nine years ago. And I was just, it didn't seem like that would be something he's into. But all right. So I took my guns and we went shooting and at a range with some other friends. And it was, it was fun. And, uh, and then we went out to have some. We went out to have a nice dinner. I, I was surprised we all fucking ordered the prime ribs. Like we all doing this? Like I guess we all doing this. Waitress, we making this easy for you. And uh, so that was nice I and do tasty. Love prime rib. What sides did you have with the prime rib? Though, did you have a baked potato? Uh, I had the something mashed potato. I think it's like garlic confused mashed potatoes or something. Very nice. All right. All right. And uh, and the uh, macaroni and cheese. I was like, why not? Nothing wrong with a little mac and cheese. No, it was nice because it's nice. I think it was a Village Tavern. I think was the franchise called. I'm not sure. Sounds tasty. It was it was somewhere in Winston Salem. I'm in Greensboro, so it's like kind of out there. So I don't know where I was or anything. I mean, Winston Salem is just like you know next door to Greensboro, but I don't. I rarely go over that way. Yeah, it's a pretty big city though. But um, I uh, got some Dead by Daylight and then um, oh my god, I was looping this dude last night and it was fun. He just said fine. I'm Ghostface. You can have this. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. So what does looping this dude mean for those that are uh, not aware of the uh, So, All right, so Dead by Daylight, you're one, there's a killer, and then there's four survivors. Mm -hmm. If the killer starts chasing you, you got to do something to not have him like get you down. And so, all the killers run faster than the survivors. Okay. Yeah, or walk technically faster. But anyway. Yeah, they, um, they slow walk on your ass, chasing yeah. style. But they all move faster than the uh, character speed, like the survivor speed. Yeah. So pretty much you have to go through, like, there's pallets you can throw down to block their path. There's windows you can vault through that uh, that they go through a little bit slower. And so it's called looping them, like, because you're going around. A lot of times mm -hmm. you're going around the same loop over and over again to kind of 
bide your time. I ran this dude for three gins, and he finally said, fine, I'm done. And I was just surprised, like, how am I still doing this? I don't know. I just got into the zone. It felt amazing. I was just very happy with that. Uh, Other than that, what else did I get into? I watched the Mandalorian news episode. Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Although I think this was uh, last week. But um, finally, they put out Rick and Morty Season 4 on Hulu. Finally. Jesus Christ. Did you watch the Vat of Acid episode yet? Yeah. Yeah, it's delightful. I can finally get caught up. Really? That's I didn't the know. One you go for? I didn't know it had launched. It's yet. one of my favorites, right. just because it's so weird. Oh, it was all right. I don't. Really, I remember. I re- it wasn't really particularly memorable. I remember, like, I remember stuff happened. I don't really like, like. Oh yeah, that was. I don't remember like sticking out. Like, yeah, that was one of the best ones. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I I, th- I know I've seen like I guess the first two or three episodes already because I had to jank through it. Like, I had to go to the. I had to find a way to get to the Cartoon Network website. And then what I think they made the first episode free and I might have watched two and three through like as they come out, like people on YouTube would just put it on there in like a weird way before they get caught. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, yeah, if they don't want me to if they try and stop me from watching it, then, yeah, I'm not because I, I don't have a cable subscription. So you can't watch it online. Yes, because you need a cable subscription to watch something online. How fucking stupid is that? Well, they're only allowing people that get the channel to watch it. I mean, that's the logic. That's f- then don't put it online, then. Jesus. But all of these places have their own. Like, ABC has their own online access. FX mm-hmm. does that requires you to authenticate with your cable or with your login for whatever you get TV from. Like, I've watched television, for instance, on the FX app because the YouTube TV app wasn't working at that point in time. So I just logged in with my YouTube credentials and was good to go. Still hate it. Uh, <laughs> I've also I mean, finished... I don't remember if I mentioned this last week, but I did finish up um, Little Hope. That's a fun little game. Uh, we'll have to play it again with a friend online. That'd be fun. Uh, you know, nice little horror story game. Uh, create your own, you know, choose your own adventure. Made by the same people it did until dawn. Blah blah blah. That's all I've been getting into because I can't think of anything else. And this Hershey kiss, I want to eat. So go on, whoever's next. That's fair. I'll go next. <laughs> Got caught up on the Mandalorian because I had not watched last week's episode either. So I watched through both of them on Friday. It was really good. Uh, let's see other stuff I'm getting into. I sort of talked about it. Got the new Xbox. So I've been playing uh, Watch Dogs 3 a lot. And then I picked up Jedi Fallen Order again. And I really enjoyed it. It just took me a while to finally get hooked into the game. I'm still not very far into it, but I'm having a lot more fun with it. I'm past where I got to last time. I went, Ugh, I'm bored with this. So, yeah, I really have enjoyed Jedi Fallen Order so far. Why did you get bored with it? I'm a little curious. Was it like the combat? I I think it was the combat at first. It just didn't click with me. And this time playing through again, the combat seemed to click for me better. And I was more interested in it. And I just haven't put it down. It's been my back and forth game between that and Watch Dogs. I had to look up videos of people, like how they're fighting, like, you know, tips on the fighting. I was like, okay, I get it. It's still Mm -hmm. a little weird, but it was all right at that point. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit clunky. The, the, every, the combat in Fallen is Order slow. is a little bit clunky. But every yeah, it's, encounter, it's a, even the regular stormtroopers, yeah. is just slow. But it is a solid story. Like it's a really good story when you play through the whole game. Like it's a fun. And that's what I'm looking forward to getting through is the story and learning what's going on in that world and how it may potentially shape future games or potentially some of the things that are going on in, say, the Disney Plus series and things like that. I don't know because I think this game is technically canon. Is my understanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Have you gotten to uh, the big tree in Kashyyyk yet? No, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm, I just Hell landed. I don't know. He ain't got that far. What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> I just landed. Well, he, said he got further than he did last time, so I don't know how far that is. I just landed the ship on Zeppo, and I think I'm halfway through that world or whatever. Okay. Yeah, you got a ways to go. But yeah, the there, there's, there, there's, a point, there's a point where you climb a tree in Kashyyyk, and like you can spend like a couple days climbing that tree. Like yeah. It's a big motherfucking tree. <laughs> That's a fun. That's a fun mission, though. I love that part. Once you do the the tree, big climb. tree. What are we in fucking indoor? Well, I mean, the indoor uh, was supposed to be Kashyyyk originally. It's just it's a lot easier to find yep. people of smaller stature than of giant stature, which is why we got the Ewoks. Yep, the mini mini Wookies. <laughs> Let's see what else I've been getting into. Uh, playing video games. I actually played a little bit of Diablo on my Switch just because I was killing time and was lazy to go and play Diablo some. three. Diablo three. Yes. Or- Diablo. Diablo right. 3. That's I was just, like, they released the regular the no. original Diablo on Switch? No, it's just one of my fun games to pick up from time to time. I really do enjoy the Diablo games. Um, I will probably start up Borderlands 3 at some point in time just because I'm curious about it. Like I said, I picked it up for like 6 bucks on a on a super sale on GameStop's website. So, yeah, I, it's just solo playing Borderlands games is kind of boring at times, but I think my wife and I are going to co-op play it together because I got her a copy also when it was six bucks because i figured what the hell it is a fun co-op game yeah she's been playing a lot of witcher on the series x and uh red uh, red dead redemption 2 both of which have not yet been optimized for that machine but still run hella quick like load screens and stuff are near non-existent which is pretty cool considering they have fairly hefty load screens in the original xbox what's that look for willie you don't like red dead he doesn't like being a cowboy you don't want to be a cowboy yeah i sing the song you don't want to go eat pudding in front of a campfire that's a South is Park reference. Sorry. Pudding, oh, I was like, is there pudding eaten in Red Dead? Did I miss that? Part? I don't know. I don't play the Red. <laughs> I'm, I don't. I don't care for cowboy rock star games either that much. So I mean, I'm not really judging Willie here because I'm in I the mean, same boat. I mean, I mean, I'm. I don't mind playing it. I know. I mean, I kind of want to play. <coughs> Sorry, Jesus, what? Oh, Hershey Kiss is attacking me. No, I don't mind. Um, the you know Red Dead Redemption Two is like, but you're still playing it. Look, what is there else to do? I don't know. It's a living world, I guess. People like some people just like riding around on a horse. I, I'm really you looking know, forward. to Tsushima. Yeah. I'm looking at a horse way over in that field over there. <laughs> what I'm looking forward to myself is in December when they put the uh, update out for Watch Dogs, which enables multiplayer, which is people can exist in your same world even though they're uh, not NPCs. They're actually other players, so you can like do is co-op missions be... and stuff together. And oh, I thought it was gonna be like Watch Dogs one, where someone can. You, uh, I think that's also thing. possible too, right, which was actually right. kind of cool in Watch Dogs One, unless you were in the middle of trying to get to a mission and then it was annoying. It's a hack off. Yeah, <laughs> but it was cool the fact that people could jump into your world. That was a neat aspect of it. I, I am yeah. considering picking up the season pass of DLC for Watch Dogs because I've enjoyed that game so much so far. Nice. Uh, I would wait till you know what the DLC is going to be. But yeah, I'm not really in any rush to do it. They did say that some of the DLC would bring back the character from Watch Dogs One as a playable character and some other stuff there. That's fair. That's fair. But that's what I've been getting into. Mostly been playing video games and I've been on a weird crossword puzzle kick for some reason. So I found a crossword puzzle app for my iPad and I've been doing a crap blame, load of puzzles. Cannot blame you on that. Yeah. I mean, the wild hair always hits you. Like, yeah, I can want to do a crossword. Really? We can barely hear you, by the way. Crosswords is sick. <laughs> well, I'm glad we made sure we could hear that. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Bachman, what you been getting into? Um, more of the same, uh, dead by daylight, uh, tearing up on the PC, which I'm playing, uh, doing on my Twitch stream every Monday and Wednesday. And then, uh, yeah, also turn around and playing on my PS4. Um, 
yeah, just played a bunch of that trying to get, you know, through. Uh, basically, I guess now I'm doing three battle passes, which I complained before when I was doing two, but now I have the, the archive rift on PC and PS4 for Dead by Daylight, and then the Apex battle pass, which they had a big hubbub where their new star system pissed a bunch of people off, a bunch of people complained. They did, like, an instant fix, and, like, there's another fix coming next week where they're going to just hand everybody ten levels. Like, so, it's just they kind of made it to more... They aimed like the update was more to where like the like the hardcore gamers that are playing Apex every single day they wanted them to still have something to do at the end of the season, but they increased the difficulty to the point where the people that can only play you know three or four times a week weren't going to be able to finish the battle pass. Which if you're paying for something and it has you have like ninety days to do it, you should be able to get it done without having to play every single day for three to four hours. So yeah, they kind of they went back on that a little bit, and they're trying to find like a happy medium. Which you know, it's it's a live game; things change. You know, they try to update stuff, and like you know, this is a new season, new world. They added a new character, new map, like everything's different. So new battle pass, just you know, it needed a little tweaking. But yeah, I've been having fun on that. The the new world that they created is really fun. Uh, the Olympus map is really cool. Still finding like you know, new areas to run through, new ways to uh, move through areas, new transitions like. It's got some really cool stuff, and then the new character um, that they added, Horizon, with her new abilities is is changing up the game meta, which is always fun. Um, finally maxed out my Steve on my PS4, so I have every perk avail- available to me is level 3. So I finally got one character that's fully maxed out on PS4 on Dead by Daylight. Oh, nice. That's cute. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm behind. Yeah, I know. Like... My lady Janice, she's got every one of her characters is level fifty and has I think half of them already like respect tripled, and she's already ahead of me on the the devotion level twos. But yeah, I'm I'm playing on two different accounts and playing other games, so you know it takes time. Uh, uh, we also uh, last night we watched The Mandalorian, got caught up on that, and then we also watched um, a new horror film that we'd heard about on Netflix called His House which is uh, a BBC horror film with Matt Smith in it uh, about uh, some refugees coming to uh, London and uh dealing with basically a haunted house a uh, really good movie really well made uh nice interesting story it's got a good twist to it that i don't think most people will see coming like really cool and it, yeah it was weird to see matt smith not being the doctor like i think it's the first thing i've seen him in since doctor who but yeah definitely a cool movie well willie let's see which was matt he was uh the 12th doctor or 10 11th doctor uh custard and uh he wore the fez he not the one in Fright Night? No, that's David Tennant was in Fright Night. Okay, okay. I don't know. I never watched. <laughs> I never watched Doctor Who. But yeah, watch that movie. Like, it, it definitely wasn't as scary as some people said online, but it was interesting. It was good. It was entertaining. And then, um, oh, what else was it? I was getting caught up on. Uh, watched yeah some Shit's Creek episodes. Um, I finished another series on Netflix, and now for the life of me, I can't remember what the hell it was. But I did take the deep dive and uh. I actually watched the first episode or the first I was going to watch the first episode of the Great British Baking Show on Netflix. And I ended up watching the first three episodes. And now I see the attraction and it's just the nicest competition show ever. And yeah, I was like, anytime now that I want, like, if I need to laugh, I'm going to watch the league. And if I just want to feel warm in my heart, I'm going to watch the Great British Baking Show because, yeah, it's just nice. It was very, very nice. But yeah, I watched nice. all that. And then, yeah, getting, getting caught up on my great. games. Since you mentioned what? the great baking, British baking show, uh, just this morning, Uncle Roger put up a video about the great British baking show. Oh, nice. Just well, at least I don't think they made rice on there yet, so no, no, I don't no, think I don't think he'll yell at him. Oh, he and yelled then, at uh, him. <laughs> nice. 
Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, Miles came out this week, and yeah, I'm I think fifty four percent of the way through already. Damn. Um, yeah, like it's it's definitely not as as intense of a storyline game as the as the Amazing Spider Man was, but the environment you can tell that literally the environment team at Insomniac once they published Amazing Spider Man, they pulled that that copy of Manhattan that they built, and all they did was add to it for two years. Like as you're going through Manhattan, it's snowing in the winter, it's Christmas time. You have literally trees wrapped in lights in the parks. You have like you know fake animals done up in lights, like deer in the parks. You got people trudging through the snow in Manhattan, and literally like you'll run through a scene, finish a little part, and like it'll do a cutscene sequence, and you'll your your Miles is wearing whatever costume you have him in, and during the cutscene you will see like the snow landing on him and melting, and like. The, the detail level is just insane. They just they took everything they did right in the Amazing Spider-Man game and just upped it. And honestly, I think the combat's even more fun because for the Amazing Spider-Man game, they had to invent the focus system to give you, you know an energy gauge to fill up and use for health and then replenish as you go through. And in Miles, you have the Venom Blast system. So you have the bioenergy that he has in the comics. You fill that up and use it to do certain abilities. And the visual effects on it are stunning. The way you use it in combat is fantastic. It's just, it's really cool looking. The 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 fights are really fun. And it is it is this alternate universe version of Miles. So, like, you meet his uncle. His uncle Aaron is in it. The, the Prowler does exist in this world. Um, you find out who the Tinkerer is, which is actually somebody from Miles' past, which is a great little story add-on that they did. And if I remember correctly, they used the Tinkerer's last name from the comics, but it's a completely totally different character and one of the best parts it's like you know when iron man's doing with something you wonder why the fuck thor doesn't show up if it's a really big deal at the very start of this game they tell you why peter parker's not there to help you save the day like they give you a storyline reason that miles is protecting new york by himself and that's one of the best parts it's like hey you're kind of the sidekick right now you're learning from the guy who's been doing this for 10 years if there was a really big fight going on, where the fuck is he? Why is he not here to help? And they give you an actual reason in the storyline of why Parker's not there. And that do it's they, basically do it's they explain why he looks like Tom Holland now? He does no, like they Tom do Holland. not explain why they did the character <laughs> he change. He doesn't look like Tom Holland. He looks, he looks like a hell of a lot Jackson. more like Tom Holland than the last one did in the Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> game. I'll give Chris that. Yeah, it, it definitely looks. It looks. It's like forty-two percent Tom Holland. Sorry, like I'm just trolling a little bit there. I just, there's some in there. After the voice actor, all right. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 really good. Um, I mean, definitely, if you enjoyed the Amazing Spider-Man game, I don't think you'll be disappointed by this one. Um, it it starts off with New Game Plus, so like it's literally set up with the achievements. Like as soon as you're done playing, you can play through it again. Um, they also did one thing I was really happy about. One of the things that was a kind of overdone in The Amazing Spider-Man was the amount of gadgets you had. I think by the end of the game, you have nine or ten different gadgets that you can throw and use during every fight. Miles has four. Like, they kept it simple. You, when you open up your web attachments, you have webs, mines, um, clones, and uh, the gravity well. It's literally just four, and they kept it simple. And so, like, oh, the, the, tree, the combat skill tree is simple. The the addition to the and then, yeah the changes to the gadgets they simplified what was kind of just over to the point like it was cool and interesting in the Amazing Spider Man but by the time you're fighting Doc Ock you have like nine gadgets it's like I just want to fight him not sit here and go through a menu for ten minutes to figure out what item I'm going to shoot the next one second of the game 
just gonna say, be careful with mentioning Spider-Man and clones because you're gonna give people flashbacks, man. That's true. That's true. You're not but, hey, wrong. Bendis redid the Clone Saga in the Ultimate Universe. That is where Miles came from, and the redo of it was much better than the original. No, it was well, pretty I mean, low bar to surpass, was, though. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's say. not. It's not. It's not the hardest story to beat. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely good. I mean, honestly, I don't know if it'll be on sale by Christmas because it just came out. But if this game's ever on sale for under forty bucks, everybody should buy it because it is super enjoyable. And honestly, just uh, the 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 family dynamic that they go through because this is a different version of Miles. It's not the Spider Verse version, though. You get that suit and abilities. You actually can f- run around in the Spider Verse suit and like punch people and see like the Bam Pow Kazam word balloons, which is utterly creepy as well as super entertaining at the same time it's so strange to see it happen in the game and when you're in the spider-verse suit he moves like the character did in spider-verse and yeah just the the little details in it are fantastic it's a super well-made game insomniac knocked it out of the park again like I'm, i'm already looking forward to playing through it a second time once i finish the first time through like it's a super fun game nice it's on my list i'll pick it up at some point in time i just have too much other crap to play and i can wait until it goes on sale that's how i look at it I know Willie's waiting enough. for getting the PS5 to play it, so you'll probably be the only one that's played it in the near term. Correct. <laughs> and the nice thing will be I'll be able to do another a new game plus playthrough once I get my PS5. There you go. With nothing wrong with that. Well, Willie, before we shut things down, I'm going to wish you good luck in obtaining the PS5. Supposedly GameStop may have some, so worth giving a call. Come closer to Black Hopefully Friday. Hopefully I can just walk into the fucking store and get one because I can't do online ordering because, yeah. <laughs> Willie wants to drop a fat stack of cash, and most places aren't allowing you to go pick, go buy them in store. You have to place an order online and go pick up. Let's go, let's go, bam, 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 bam. You gonna make it rain? <laughs> he just wants to put his nuts on the counter. Give my PS5. Plop. Oh dear God, he's actually trying to make it rain. <laughs> I'm getting down on- to the ones. I'm getting down to the ones. I worked I hard for those this. ones, Willie. That's right. I worked hard for those. So before Chris we is, shut, Chris is dancing for his birthday. That's right. Working hard for them ones. Before we <laughs> shut things down, friendly reminder: we do stream this show live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at www.geeks.live, the official streaming home of the Gunna Geek Network. If you're looking for more live content, come on back tomorrow, November 16th at 8:45 p.m. Eastern time. Or the official GunnaGeek.com show. That is our next live video show on the network. On that note, we are about to shut things down. Before we uh, kill off the stream and go off to watch football, play video games, etc. You guys got any final thoughts for Draftsman who's watching live or any of the other folks that may be listening or watching later? Among Us coming this Tuesday. That's true. Among Us on Tuesday night. If you want to play, just stay, yep. stay tuned to the Twitters. And actually, I think uh, this week is the week I will be updating my stream schedule. So I'll be doing Monday and Wednesday Dead by Daylight again, 3 to 6 my time, and adding a Friday where I'll be streaming on the Kami Gaming channel, the Discord and uh, gaming family that I'm a part of. So I'll still be doing Dead by Daylight, my normal time, 3 to 6, so uh, 5 to 8 Eastern, but it'll be over on uh, Kami Gaming instead of on my Twitch channel. You can always host that on your Twitch channel, though, too. So Yeah, it'll, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll, I'll, I'll have it set up to auto-host as well. Uh, as we wrap things up, uh, Drassen mentions in the chat room, it's all right, Willie. I also enjoy paying with cash with my body glitter embedded dollar bills. <laughs> oh, craft herpes. Nobody likes glitter. There's tons of people that like glitter. And they're all wrong. Don't don't shame glitter lovers, all right? Oh, I'm going to shame them. You're allowed to love glitter if you want. That's, your how, that's yourself. how we're going to leave things off. On that note, we're going out here. Thank you so much. We'll see you all next week. Happy birthday, Chris.
Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.